Welcome back. This is JR Basketball. I'm John, joined by Ronnie, and we are talking basketball today. So, Ronnie, how's it going? I'm very good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Not a, not a lot of news have come out over the last few days. Free agency, the the swell of activity has dropped significantly. Uh, we're still waiting for a couple of trades to potentially happen. We have the D'Angelo. Nope, that's not right. Donovan Mitchell and uh, Kevin Durant are the two big ones, but yeah. nothing new that I have seen has been announced. It's still all speculative and uh, not really going anywhere. Yeah, I'm starting to have basketball withdrawals, you know? I mean, I, there's like nothing to watch <laughs> yeah. right now. No, Summer League is over. It's officially officially done. So we're just kind of looking at highlights and looking at news and, and waiting for the schedule to be released. should be in the next couple of weeks. And then we could start marking our calendars for games that you know, excite us games that we really want to see matchups uh old teams versus you know I, the, when rudy gobert goes back to utah that'll be that'll be something fun to watch yep. uh, so i'm excited about going through that calendar they didn't release the schedule yet did they not yet it's about normally it's early to mid-august so yeah, they don't have a, even it's so weird because like the nfl has you know, this is the day we're going to release the schedule, and then they'll sort of leak a little bit of information here and there. It's like, oh, this team's going to be playing in London. The NBA hasn't done anything like that. It's it's all people guessing when the schedule is going to be released. I feel like that's a missed opportunity for them. They could have a schedule release day, and you know, ESPN would air it, and, and they would reveal you know the Christmas Day game, and um, you know when the Warriors and the Celtics are going to play the rematch, and this kind of they can kind of slow roll it out and, and try to build up some hype, but they just they just don't care. They just don't do it. I wonder. I wonder if it's like a school project where they're just trying to make the schedule desperately in like a back dark room, and they just submit it and like screw it. Here it is. Well, yeah. I mean, the season usually starts in October, right? So they only have like three months, maybe like two and a half. Yeah. So you would think that they want to release the schedule sooner than that, so to allow people to plan for these games, especially if it's a big especially, game that they want to watch. Yeah, especially if they want to travel to go right. watch some of these games. So exactly. Some some fan bases travel better than others. Um, right. They need to know the schedule. A couple of news and notes that did occur. Uh, the first one is near and dear to our heart. Suns coach Monty Williams has signed a, quote, long-term extension with the Suns. I didn't see the details. It looks like it came out just a couple – yesterday it looks like. Uh, but he had two years left on his original five-year deal. So I imagine he probably has another five or six years as a as a son. Uh, obviously no one ever really finishes their contract in the NBA. You either get extended or fired. Yeah. Uh, he's extended right now. At some point he'll be fired. That's just the way it goes. But yeah. so far he's done a, he's done a good job with the Suns team. He's really close to his players. Other than the end of the last season where him and DeAndre kind of got into it. It seems like he's a, a good players coach and, and has a solid relationship. Yeah, Popovich is like the only coach I could think of that's been in the NBA for a very long time. You know, he, he's been Forever, a Spurs coach yeah. for like 20 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's been there an absurd amount of time. But other than that, I can't think of another one. Yeah. Most of the time, Eric Spolster has been in, in Miami for, for a long time. Yeah. It's Not been nearly a, as long as Popovich. Popovich yeah. is, is completely a different world, but yeah. But I think it's been about 10 years for him now. It's got to be getting close. It's got to be getting close to that. Yeah. Other news, the Cavaliers have reportedly offered Colin Sexton a contract. It's not a lot of information about it. It's estimated to be three years, $40 million. He was a restricted free agent, and they he never got an offer sheet. So, you know, the Suns, had a force, their Suns' hand was forced when the Pacers offered him an offer sheet. 
That has not happened for Sexton and Cleveland, and the market is kind of dried up. There's only a handful of teams that even have cap space. I think the Pacers and the Spurs are the only two that even have cap space left. So he's he's going to be without a team unless he resigns at this point, and that's that's kind of unfortunate. We know when you become a free agent for the first time, even if it's a restricted free agent, you kind of hope there's a lot of teams vying for you, and, and you can get a big contract. Didn't didn't come to fruition for him. As of now, I believe he has not yet signed that uh, offered contract, but that might be the only thing he's going to get at this point. Yeah, and the Pacers are in the talks, too, with doing a three-way trade with uh, Durant, too. So, yeah, interesting. Oh, they? They got, okay. Well, they, they were. I don't know if it's still going on. Um, there was a Pacers trade talk, including Westbrook as well, too, a, a separate trade, but that one is currently dead. So, yeah, they have some cap space, but nothing is happening right now. It's it's all yeah, it's the time of the year now where the actual trades are are done and the actual signings are done. It's all just rumors and hearsay, um, which is frustrating because They're, they want to see what though. these teams are going to look like. Yeah, right? they yeah. Yeah, they do they do want to do something, but got to have a dance partner. Yeah, but yeah, it's we learned that from Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of rumors and hearsay, there is some speculation that James Harden and. 76ers had a sort of wink, wink, nod, nod deal with this latest contract that he signed. So he signed a two-year deal. He's taken about $15 million pay cut this year. And he he came out and said it was so the Sixers could sign all the players they need to make us competitive. And they went out and they signed P.J. Tucker and Daniel House. And that was kind of raised some eyebrows. Most of the time, players don't take less money especially when you are a max contract type player like Harden is so the speculation is the next year of his deal after the season he has an option to opt out of the contract that then he will get a five-year max contract from the 76ers so they're going to underpay him this year with the understanding that he could get big he will get a super max contract or a max contract next year do you think that that's against league rules if that's true you can't have you know, sort of those sorts of backroom deals. Do you think that's the case here, or does Harden actually want less money so he could be on a more competitive team and and win his championship ring? Is it is the possibility of getting closer to a championship ring worth fifteen million dollars if you're James Harden? I mean, it's it's definitely possible that. I mean, all of these are possibilities, right? But I think yeah. <laughs> the one that's the most likely is that he wants to win a ring for his first time, so he's doing. Everything that he can, even if it takes a little bit of you know less money coming his way, um, I don't know. I I could I see the talks kind of happening too as well. Like I I think there there could be something happening there, even though it's not legal. But uh, what do you think? I think there's definitely something going on. Uh, I think we saw the same thing, and there was the same speculation when Anthony Davis took less money and renegotiated his contract when he came to the Lakers. I think there was some. Wink, wink, nod, nod stuff going on. And all of a sudden, he's in LeBron James's movie, which I'm sure he was paid for to be in right. that movie. So did they work it out that way? Hmm, you, you know, you'll never really know what conversations exactly. happened between him and LeBron. But I feel like something like that could absolutely happen. And if that's the case and he opts out next year and they signed him to a five-year max contract, then James Harden is the smartest player in the world because he is rapidly declining. And he could right. – you know, he could – continue to decline or he could suddenly get better but the pace that he's going the the decline that we've seen in James Harden 
if he gets a contract extension for five years that pays him till he's 39 years old, what is a 39-year-old James Harden that's making over $50 million going to look like? Right. It'll look like Carmelo Anthony. He'll be coming off the yeah. bench. Yeah. And you don't yeah, $50 million off the bench is rough. So I think it would be a, a boneheaded move on the 76ers part. Obviously, there's no contract. There's no obligation. If, if this deal was made, you can't really talk about it. But it is interesting that people speculate that because he took such a massive pay cut this year. You'll have to pay attention to any shoe deals that he gets or you know, subway commercials, things yeah. like that. Well, yeah. All of a sudden, he's the spokesperson of some big Philadelphia company. It's like, hmm, yeah. somebody opened their Rolodex and, and got him some money another way. Because I don't is Fear, James Harden come, is he a com, or is he a spokesperson for any company? I don't um, see he should be for I know of. if he for uh, what's that one called? Where you shave your beard dot com or whatever it is? Well, he doesn't shave his beard. I know, but if he com. does, like that, that'd be a an amazing spokesperson for that, you know. Oh, okay. So if he signed a deal, a deal with manscaping or something like that, yeah. then uh, he'd be the perfect candidate if he started shaving. Yeah. Dollar Shave Club. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. I mean, there's like a Dollar Shave Club. There's yeah. Harry's Razors. None of them sponsor us, but if you'd like to, we're, we're <laughs> open to it. Uh, that's all That's all the news and notes that I have. Like I said, we, we, we recorded on Wednesday. It's Sunday night right now, and there's not a lot going on. It's It's kind of crickets right now. Which is typical for the off season. A lot of rumors, a lot of will they, won't they sort of moves. But uh, hopefully, some of these big trades that are rumored come to fruition, and we can we can kind of discuss what that does, how that changes the landscape of the NBA. Yeah, hopefully something happens with with Mitchell and Durant because uh, that'll be huge. That'll totally change the teams that they go to, or if they stick in those teams too, if they. Sign a big contract. Yeah, that's goes. that's absolutely possible, right? We could just stand pat. You know, you you mentioned Westbrook earlier. I I've, I have seen his name linked. Kyrie Irving's name has been linked to trades. There's a lot of possibilities still still to come. A lot of things to to figure out and get settled before uh, before the season starts. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's it's been slow. So we'll we'll go on to this new segment. <laughs> so basically, yeah, uh, Ronnie, we, we've been you, talking. You about wanted this. to talk about. You wanted to talk about the Kardashians. That's all I know. Is <laughs> you're like, John, please, please, can we you. talk about the Kardashians? I can't. St- I I can't. I got to keep up with the Kardashians. Yeah. How did this all start? Did, did was it was it your wife that found the article and she sent it to you or what? How did, I how did we... honestly don't. She sent me the article. We were what? I don't remember what the topic was, but we ended up. Yeah, we ended up looking at players, NBA players that have dated Kardashians or Jenners, and sort of regrettably came to this yeah. idea <laughs> right exactly yeah i don't want to talk about these girls because i i personally don't like them i i really just i have such a hate for them i can't even explain it maybe it's jealousy because they got millions of dollars and it all started from a, a porno she made you know so anyways <laughs> or maybe it's because you know what's his name jenner or her name jenner that cut oh, off boy. his <laughs> never mind the Anyways. real reason is because you want to be close to Devin Booker. And you can't. <laughs> yeah. So we have three girls and there's all this talk about conspiracy theories. And we hear that once these girls date an NBA player, their stats go down the drain and they're, they're not the same player that they were. So me and Jonathan thought we would take some time and, and look some stats up and see what happens after they date these girls. Um, do they get better? So it's... It's the Madden curse only with right. the with the Kardashians. So if you're not familiar with the Madden curse, the the rumor is, and I, there is some 
this has happened certainly where you're the cover on Madden, the new Madden football game that comes out. Your year, the next year is just absolutely terrible. You get injured. You have a down year, statistically speaking. Uh, you're just not the player that you were. So they called it the Madden curse. And it got to the point where there was players jokingly saying, oh, I don't even want to be on the cover of Madden because yep. I don't want the Madden curse. And we've seen it with a few players here and there. Uh, I think Sean Alexander was the first from the football perspective that had it. He he was the cover and then almost disappeared into nothingness uh, as yeah. far as football statistics go. Uh, so the rumor is, as you said, is there's the – I called it – what did I call it in text? The Kardashian curse or the Jenner jinx yeah. where if you date – one of them, and then you break up, you're just so heartbroken and distraught that your stats drop. Yeah. And yeah, that's where this is going to be like our Mythbusters episode. We have all the data here. We just need to look through it and see if it's true or not. So uh, we'll, we'll get started, though. Um, yeah, so let's do it. First, we're going to do, we're going to go from the girls that dated the least amount of NBA players to the girls <laughs> that dated the most amount. Now, altogether, I have a list of 10 NBA players from three girls. So, yeah, these three girls got 10 NBA players under the belts. <laughs> so we're going to start with Kim Kardashian. She only dated one, and that was Chris Humphreys. Um, they started, um, well, it says in, that was in 2010, they started dating. They were engaged by May of 2011. Um, they got married three months later, split 72 days later. And then the divorce was finalized April of 2013. So uh, do you have, were you looking over those stats and did you find any correlations with any of those dates? So not really. He, he was, so uh, looking at his, he was not a starter in the NBA. He was coming off the bench. He was averaging 15-ish minutes per game uh, after the wedding, after the divorce. I mean, it was a very short uh, marriage is when he actually started being a starter a lot more. So he okay. then ended up After. on the Nets, and he became a starter. So his minutes increased. Naturally, his points increased with his minutes. Uh, so I would say he was performing better as an NBA player after the breakup. Hmm. Right. Now, this was the most re – I remember this being like the news that everyone was talking about their wedding. And I, I – yeah don't remember i remember not caring but it was like a big deal and millions of dollars were spent on this wedding which is always sad when millions of dollars are spent on some just trivial nonsense like <laughs> that with all the things wrong in, in our country where that money could be going and exactly. then it was like 72 days later and it's just kind of like yeah well <laughs> you yep. reap what you sow i guess but Such yeah he 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 is no longer in the nba he's out of the nba but uh when did they August 2011 is that when they yeah so 2010 is when they met and that's I think when they you know started dating so we're, we're looking at the 2010 date first and then they got engaged yeah. May of 2011 so the beginning of the 11 season well unless they went to the playoffs in May I don't know if that if that might have happened I don't no the the typically the NBA season ends in April okay yeah I thought it was I know I've been seeing so many things recently on Oh, you know on what? Twitter. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm thinking the playoffs start in April, and then they could go a decent amount of time. Well, yeah, I get but confused he was now Nets. because... The Nets were not relevant. Well, COVID screwed everything up for me, so I kind of forget like when the playoffs yeah. normally started compared to how they are now, you know, so... But yeah, okay, so maybe there's some playoff things that happen right there, so I'll have to take a look at that, too. But yeah, 2010, so the 2011... 11. 
2010-2011 season, he played 74 games. He started 44. That was previously the most games he started in a season was four. So all of a sudden, he's a starter. Uh, The following season, he played in 62 games, started 62 games. So again, that was his most games that he started again. So this would have been after the breakup, right? At least uh, the second half of the season. Uh, The 2013 Sorry, 2012-2013 season, he was still a starter. He was coming off the bench more. Uh, but those, those that year after they broke up was his probably best year from a minutes, points, starting perspective. Okay. I forgot to talk to you about this before the podcast. I would like to focus on field goal percentage. I think that would be the best okay. way to gauge this because um, you're looking at you know how many... I think when you're watching the games and you see the players missing shots, then you're like, okay, well, there's something wrong with him because, you know, he's putting up shots, but he's not making them like he used to. So I, I kind of, I'd like to focus sure. on that most. But yeah, we'll also do like points per game and stuff to see like what changed. But yeah, so from, I'm looking at 2009 to 2010, um, he was, it looked like he got traded a few times, so... His percentage is right around like <laughs> He's been 44, yeah, 44%, 46 and 43% for that year. And then 2010 to 2011, it went to 52%. So that's that around the time. That was his best shooting year. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. So, I mean, he was definitely with her at that time. That was a whole, whole year. And then, so we were talking about May of 2011. That's when he got married or he got engaged. And then three months later, he got married. So he was on New Jersey Nets. So once he got married, it was still pretty good, 48%, but it did drop from 52%. And then they got divorced like 72 days later. So so they would have been divorced in the 2011-2012 July, season. August, yeah. So probably around like September, right, of that same year. Sure. They would have been divorced. Sure. <laughs> so Yeah, why not? <laughs> God, I already hate talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> So and then uh to, so let's go to 2012 and 2013. Um it it did it's actually just stayed right around the same, 44%. And then it went back up 2013-2014, 50%. So yeah, I don't yeah. I don't see anything wrong here. When was the divorce final again? It was April of 2013, so we'll jump over there. Well, yeah, but it's, so there's a, you can't look at when the divorce was finalized because that's a legal process, right? They separated yeah. after – for all intents and purposes, they were done at that point. Well, I just – the reason so I the, wanted to look at it The lawyers doing because stuff. Yeah. from like sometimes when you, the divorce is final, you just feel like you're, you're finally cut off from her. You're done with it. And yeah, yeah. his percentage <laughs> in that year did I'm go free. up. Yeah, 50%. It did, so it did yeah, go it did up. have a little spike. Yep. yep. And okay, then – uh, Fair enough. Ever since then, it's just continued to go down. And then, yeah, and if you look at his career, he was only in the NBA a couple yeah. of years after that. His right. games played, his dropped, his minutes played dropped. So he was sort of he peaked right in the middle of that relationship. It looks like, and the year immediately after they split, and then it was just sort of a normal decline. But his shooting percentage did bounce around, you know, fifty percent as you mentioned, and then in uh, 2015, 2016, it went to forty one percent. So that's a nine point swing mm-hmm. just two seasons later. So I don't see a difference here. I really, I just, it seems like he's had some spikes. It did go down a little bit at one time, but it went back up. It spiked again. So what do you think though? Do you think there is anything oh, I don't think to there's this? Any, no, I don't think there's any correlation at all. I okay. think, you know, you, the, an NBA player is going to have highs and lows and he was never, he was never an all-star. He was just a, you know, regular basketball player. One of the things that I noted on this and that we'll see come up time and time again is 
a lot of these players were traded after the breakup. Now, to yeah. be fair, he was traded a lot beforehand as well, mm-hmm. but he was traded multiple times uh, after the breakup as well, which is which is odd because when I think of the NBA, I don't think of a lot of players being traded, but maybe maybe trades are more common than I thought, at least looking at this list. Uh, that seems to be the common thread amongst all these guys. Interesting. Okay, so when they were together too, he was in Dallas, I think, or New Jersey. And then Jersey. So then where does Kim live? Doesn't she live in LA? I don't know I where these no girls idea. live. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> no I idea, Ronnie. So I'm guessing it's LA, but I don't know. So sure. I'm just thinking yeah, let's like say let's let's yeah. say if they get traded to another team and then they move away from their girl, well, yeah, it's probably going to ca- cause a split up, right? Most likely, because long distance relationships suck. Unless you have multi million yeah. dollars and you can just fly to your boyfriend every you know day. I don't know. Just something there. Do you, is there anything else that you want to focus on on this, like points or blocks? No. Or, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's more of did they were they a starter and then I like your field goal percentage and then um, you know did they improve, decline, or, or more or less stay the same? So I took a statistics class way back in college. Yeah. And there's some formulas that you can enter to see if they it's a statistical difference right because yeah. you might look at it and be like oh they got worse but you can actually do the math and say if there if there is a truly a statistical difference i have forgotten all of that information <laughs> but what i do remember is that it takes a lot for there to actually be a statistical difference yeah uh, won't bore you with the details of the project that we had to do but looking at the data i was like oh this is definitely going to be a statistical difference and when you do the math it's like no not really so interesting i think okay. that's what we're going to find for all of these so it's going to be more of the statistically speaking there's going to be no difference okay. uh, it's just sort of the highs and lows but it is interesting looking at the numbers yeah uh the the thing that you can't the variable i guess the big variable is that as basketball players get older they tend to perform less they tend right. to be less good they have a prime and then they start to fall from that prime and mm-hmm. that you, you can't necessarily relate that to a breakup with somebody yeah so this it, is all just just that's, weird that's another reason why i thought it would be best to look at the percentage instead of you know like minutes per game or points per game yeah. because that's kind of tough although it was interesting that you said his minutes per game went up because maybe he got more well, popular he became a starter yeah, yeah, I think that's he, part of it. Is he become more popular and like, hey, we can sell tickets. Yeah, exactly. They sell more jerseys and things, you know, get them on a the floor. So that was. I, I want to ask you one question too with this. So with Kim Kardashian, would you want her dating Devin Booker? Going over after going all these stats and everything like that, would you say that she has no impact, or she improves, or doesn't improve? Like, is do you think? I mean, her dating I think Devin she's Booker a garbage okay. person, so I would say <laughs> no. I wouldn't want her dating anyone on my team. Okay, uh, just that's what I want to know. That's, they're just going to talk about her on the news. Uh, from, but from a purely basketball standpoint, I'm sure there are more toxic people in the world that basketball players are, are in relationship with. But for whatever reason, she, they, people like to talk about her. I mean, we're talking about her on the podcast, which yep. we're going to have to look at ourselves in the mirror after this one, Ronnie. <laughs> I know. Well... <laughs> That we're debunking the curse, right? So Kim Kardashian yeah, is no okay There's to no date Kardashian. if you're in the NBA. It, 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 yeah, if you know what exactly, if you're in the if you're an NBA player and you're listening to this and you're like, should I date Kim or not? Mm-hmm. It's not going to impact your game. the The data shows that you're good to do. You're good to go. The worst that'll happen is that. <laughs> you know oh, what? Never, I should just nope. shut my mouth. Never mind. <laughs> it was too far. It was way too far. I, mean, I can't say it. Okay, Who, so I'm gonna this, I'm gonna uh, go to Kendall here. Jenner. She is next. I really like her 
father than her mother. She, she Shim's really cute now. But anyways, so Kendall Jenner, she dated Jordan Clarkson, Blake Griffin, Ben Simmons, and Devin Booker. I kind of wanted to end it with Devin Booker, but uh, we'll we'll go to we're gonna we're gonna yeah. do Kendall Jenner anyways. So she is twenty six years old. <laughs> oh, I don't. I just look at, I had to look up stuff about her. That's right? fine. It, that's yeah. actually a good idea because I didn't look up anything about these girls. I don't even know what they look like. I believe she rose to fame in a tele- <laughs> television. Thing. So here, here's the cool thing I like about Devin Booker because Devin Booker is currently dating her. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm I'm, I'm stealing your, your no go ahead here, but that's all right. I had no idea it was never talked about during Suns games as far as I know or for as far as I can tell it was my wife that told me that oh that's the one that's dating Kendall Jenner and I was like oh really yeah I didn't know that so I guess that's good that it's not like that doesn't define Devin Booker that he's dating one of these um, Kardashian reality show people <laughs> yeah so I, I took that as a pot a silver lining but uh, that's that's all I got. And I, I think Kendall is the youngest out of all of these girls, too. Um, the only reason I knew she was dating Devin Booker is because my niece is totally in love with Devin Booker. And she saw that he was dating her. and She was all, you know, heartbroken. <laughs> that's the only reason I knew about it. But yeah, I Makes really sense. appreciate the Suns podcast not mentioning anything about that. You know, that's all job. Yeah. They stay away from it. So we're going to go to Jordan Clarkson. So this was in 2016. Jordan Clarkson. Um, this is in March, and then their relationship lasted through July 4th, so just a few months there. So we could look in 2016 for Jordan Clarkson. Do you want to do you want to go slow with that? I'm sorry, do you what look was, at that? What was what were their dates? It was 2016. It was March, so it was kind of at the end of the year of March for the okay. NBA season. And then, so if there's any playoffs for Clarkson, there might be. No, actually, he was on the Lakers, so they did really bad that year. And then they lasted through July 4th, so you know. So fireworks in his guy, the and they called it quits. Started. Yep. <laughs> Look at the pretty fireworks. I love you. Um, I don't. Let's so that, let's split. I, I mean, honestly, I don't think they're. <laughs> I don't think that they had. They dated during maybe a month, two months of the NBA season, mm-hmm. and then the summer when when where it's the off season. So this is almost almost silly, but we I gotta guess debunk it. Looking at it, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, did it I'll affect him? He'll do it. No, not well. <laughs> Here's the deal. 2015-2016, they would have dated towards the end of this season. He was 23 years old. He was a starter on that Lakers squad. He started 79 games, and he shot 43%. The next mm-hmm. year, he lost his starting job. His oh. field goal percentage went up, which is good. It actually went up the next two years. Uh yeah, so he went on a trend where he went from forty went from forty three to forty four to forty five, and then he kind of stuck around there for for a couple of years. But he lost his job as a starter, and he was coming off the bench after after the breakup. Something so, must have happened there <laughs> towards the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, what? Okay, so what I, happened that caused him to lose his starting job? Yeah. I don't know much about the two thousand sixteen two thousand seventeen Lakers. If you are aware of anything that happened in that year that cost him his starting job. Please call the JNR <laughs> fan line. Send us a text. Let us know yeah. what is going on. I don't follow the Lakers. I, I can't stand to do it. Was, is that the year? No, that's not the year. So, yeah, let us know. But he lost his starting job. He never became a starter in the NBA again after the breakup. So you could say, if you wanted to, breaking up just 
It was too much for him. He couldn't get his head as the game, and he was no longer a starter. Oh, okay, so I do have a stats lift that let it breaks down his stats per day of the game. So I'm just going to go through February oh, a little man. bit. <laughs> his percentage... So February is, February is before they started? Yes, this is before, right? Okay. So it's like 61%, 57%, 60 um, a little 33 went down that game, 53 So it's it's basically around the 55% range for the most part. I'll, I could say low 50s just to stay on the safe side because he had a couple of games... His bad games were like 33% and 25%. Okay, now going but to But how many March, shots was he taking in those games versus um, where he had the higher percentage? He went like 16, 1 through 3, 11, it's like, okay. 15, 12, 14, okay. so in a team So range. it was a decent sample size. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to go to March. So his shooting... <laughs> this is when he started dating her, right? It's, I think that's when it was. So 40%, 30%. 47, 52, so it's okay at the beginning right there. Okay, this had to have been when he started dating her. 16%, 37, 31, 15, 61, had a little spike there. Maybe he had a good night with her. 35, 50, 14, 27, <laughs> 47, 37. It's so it looks like his average, I'm just kind of averaging in my head, it's looking around like the 30 range. There's a lot of 30% okay. here. And then, yeah, this okay. it's, I was just continuing it in April, and um, it, of course, you know, next year it happens. So it definitely went down in this case for shooting percentage. So he's shooting decent, low 50s, high 40s. March comes around. That's when the relationship is announced. And his, he just takes his shot percentage drops yeah. drastically. They break up in the offseason. He comes back the next season. He's no longer a starter, but he's shooting a percentage point higher. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, I'm looking at his his starting versus not starting years. Uh, the difference in minutes is like three minutes. So for all practical purposes, we could say yeah. his minutes hasn't really changed. He's just his role has changed, but yeah, his shot percentage went up. He's scoring more points. Going Actually, to his shots, like great. amount amount of shots he took, it's like 18, 19, 16, 13, 15, 15, 17. So it's all around like the high teen yeah. range towards the end of March and going into April. But his shooting percentage is like he this game he took eighteen shots in March of twenty March twenty eighth, twenty seven percent he only shot. The game before that, seven Jeez. shots, fourteen percent. The game before that, sixteen, fifty percent. So it's kind of kinda of takes an average. That's what I'm saying, like it's like the average of thirty percent. Okay. So it definitely went down from February where he was shooting consistently, like around the fifty percent range for the low side of the things. He had a 64% game. That's awesome. But yeah, then he has March been happened, traded so. multiple times since the breakup. He had never been traded uh, previously, but uh, two years after the breakup, he was traded to Cleveland. And then a couple years later, he was traded to Utah. That's where he played last year. Uh, still getting quite a bit of playing time. So yeah, he's still averaging over 25 minutes a game. So he's, he's had some longevity after, uh, after his heart was broken or he broke her heart. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> All right. We got to speed this up because this is going to take forever. Let's I'm go to going to bash Blake my head into the wall. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Okay. So 2017, she Let's moved on to Blake Griffin, September of 2017. So go to that stat right real quick. This one lasted until March of 2018 when they split. So let's look at that. Let's see if there's any correlation there. Blake Griffin, 2017 of September to March of 2018. See anything? No. <laughs> uh, what did I put in my notes? He became he's, he 
he was an all-star previously, right? And then 2015-2016 season happened. He was no longer an all-star. He eventually did become an all-star once again, but he never really you know, he came out of the gates as a, a very strong player. Injuries and, and just overall age, I think, slowly wore him down. So mm-hmm. I don't know that you can necessarily make that correlation. Uh, in my notes, I put no noticeable change, but he was traded the same season as the breakup. So you said March 2018. That would have been the 2017 season, 2017, 2018 season. Yeah, so the beginning was, of 2017, we really want to look at. Okay. And he, in the beginning of 2017, he was with the Clippers. And he shot 44%, started 33 games, got traded, shot 43%. So no no real difference at all. Actually, the year after this, the very next season, where they officially would have broken up, was uh, he increased his shooting percentage, increased by 3% before taking a huge nose. Okay, look at the, the year the before, year. compare it. Look at 2016 to 17, and then compare that to 2017 and 18. What do you think? Yeah. So it dropped six points, and then that's a lot, right? It would back up three points. Yeah, it's a lot. She did some work on him, right? <laughs> she t- t- did some I'm mental sure, damage. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, he was above fifty percent, and then forty nine percent, and then forty. Still on the Clippers. So that's a that's a fairly. But then the thing is, like years later, so if there's any if there's any truth to the curse, this is probably the first person that that has shown that. Okay, come on, second but, with Clarkson. Yeah, I just don't think. Yeah, I you guess. don't see it. You don't see it yet. Okay, I'm starting to see it. Okay, let's move on to Ben Simmons. Okay, all right. So 2018. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we want to look at 2018 season um, at the beginning of that season because they started dating in May, and this lasted until September of 2018 when they split. So look at that one first. They also. I'm got, sorry. When did they start? So 2018 of May. So the beginning of 2018 season. No, that would have been the season's over. Well, okay, yeah, because playoffs and everything like that. I mean, it's like right at the end of the 2018 season. But they, okay, so yeah, it's basically during off season they dated. I see your point. Yeah, it was it was summer loving. Did Ben so Simmons go to the playoffs in 2018? I have no idea. Okay, I have to check that too. Okay, so they got back together. And November of 2018, so we could definitely look at that. So November 2018 to May of 2017. Oh, they broke up and got back together? Yes. So in 2017, 2018, they did go to the playoffs. He played 10 games and shot 48%. Absolutely miserable playoff for uh, Ben Simmons, which I know Philadelphia fans are shocked that Ben Simmons <laughs> had a miserable playoff series. Yeah, right? uh, he shot 48% that playoff series. 10 games in 2017, 2018. So this would have potentially been right when they started dating. 48% May. isn't, doesn't sound bad to me though. Is it bad compared to it, okay. how he was shooting it before is. that? It, yeah. Well, it is bad when you look at his other playoff numbers. So yeah. the next two years, he was shooting over 60% wow. from the field, uh, field goal percentage. So that is a huge difference in the playoffs. Yeah, it is. She really screwed up his head. <laughs> it got in his head. Oh my god. His regular season numbers are are fine though when you look at it as as an overall period. You know, he was still an all-star, he was still the starter obviously. Uh and he was shooting 55 plus percent. So actually that year with with uh who who was it? I don't care. Uh it was <laughs> his lowest shooting year ever. That this was This is Kendall almost, Jenner we're talking about. Yeah. 
and it was basically his rookie season because he missed the entire his actual rookie season for an injury. He missed the entire season, so his first year uh, in the league. So you could say that maybe the playoffs got to him because he was a rookie. Yeah, I mean, there's a thousand different excuses that you could use, but or- that, that is interesting <laughs> how it tanked hardcore. In the playoffs compared to future years where he was a pretty solid shooter in the yep. playoffs. Maybe. And compared to his regular season numbers, which were substantially higher. Well, it was 2021. Was it 2020 with his last season he's had so far with the 76ers? His last season with the Sixers was 2020, 2021. That's where he placed a zero game, right? Okay, so 2021. So maybe going into the playoffs, he remembers how it was around that same time when he used to be with her and it kind of messes up his head again. So <laughs> he starts shooting bad again. He's just going through all those painful memories. That's a reach. No, I, I just, I would say there's no, nothing here. Yeah, he had a miserable playoffs, but it was his first time in the playoffs. Okay, um, did you look at November 2018 and, and May 2019 too? When they got back together? No, what, what, what were those dates again? I'm sorry. <laughs> 2018 and 19, November to May. Okay. So it's like a whole season. Uh, that almost. was yeah, that that was his second year in the league or second full year that you know he wasn't he was playing. His went up two points from the previous season. He had a great playoffs, but they were been broken up by the playoffs already. Two percentage so, points. Two percentage points from okay. his previous year, yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. So let's Unrelated. They break up, he was an all star for two years, and then he got hurt again. All right. Any correlation to him moving to different teams or anything? Do you see? Oh, he got traded. <laughs> <laughs> he got traded after Joel Embiid threw him under the bus. Yeah. Okay. So, so another player that gets traded after the breakup, not uh, immediately after, but he uh, did get traded. Yeah. So this is the one that we care about most, right? Devin Booker. So it all started in 2020. So Kendall went through Jordan Clarkson, Griffin, and Simmons, and then moved on to Booker. Now in 2020, this went from June to June of 2022 when they split up june of 2020 mm-hmm. is that what you said yes okay to 22 so they went from june to june they have they had a good summer and then a couple of years later they had a bad summer okay by the way the most recent news they got back together like a month ago so. oh thank goodness <laughs> yeah so um Ooh, thank you ronnie i just... needed that uh yeah he 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 was an all-star the three years the last three seasons, uh, but he was dating her for a portion of each of those seasons. So mm-hmm. uh, his percentage points, 48%. You know, this was actually a down year for him, 46%. But I don't think there's any impact there. Uh, you could go down and look at the individual games, but it, from, from an overall picture. And obviously his playoffs last year weren't great, but the playoffs yeah. in the 2020-2021 season were, were pretty spectacular. I mean, they went to the NBA finals and yeah. he was shooting 45%. Yeah. It seems like he only gets better every year, huh? Well, that's the hope when you give him a super max contract. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So he, I mean, you almost, I just want to say like, he's a different player so he can handle anything, but there was also times when I, I remember hearing some things in the news and, and then I would watch him play and be like, man, she, she did something to him last night. She, he had a bad night and, you could see it in his game. Like, he was just broken, and he, he wasn't the same player, so... I think you're uh, reading too much into that. It's it's. I wish I could find some proof. I really need to find, like, what happened in the news, look at those dates, and then, you know, look at his his 
day of shooting, and... but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want to do that much research on this crap because I just yeah. I just want to look at like year and at the most like months. But anyway, so how do you feel? I mean, he he finished first team All NBA. And was because of that he was able to sign the supermax contract. He's gonna make sixty two million dollars in twenty seven, twenty eight season. Yeah. That's his last year under contract. So I would say if anything, he he has had a very successful uh basketball career. Notice how they got back together when he signed that contract too. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, huh. so how do you feel I'd say she's a gold digger. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How do you feel about her dating Devin Booker or any other player on your team? Do you think she makes a difference? I mean, she's not... I I didn't know they were dating, so I I think it's... it's, She's not making it about her. I don't know. Does she sit courtside ever? I saw OBJ sitting courtside. She has. Yeah, they don't... They never focus in on it. No, they they don't really focus too much. It's because he's not... He's he's not a LA Laker, that's why. So they just don't focus on that crap. Yeah, no, right. I'm fine with it. So, so far, I feel like these girls are making a difference in these guys' lives, like in a negative way. You don't. You don't see any correlation, right? No, we, did, we didn't see that with, with Devin Booker. He got better. We didn't see that with um, no noticeable change in Be- Blake Griffin or Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons got better. So I saw it with I, Clarkson. I saw it with Griffin. I don't know why you're not seeing it. I don't. Why? Why? How come you're not seeing these percentages go scrubs. down? Blake Griffin's <laughs> best years were when he first came into the league. He's a big dude. He he's a power forward. I mean, we saw it with Amari how quickly he deteriorated. Okay, you could go, say the same. Go back Amari to Blake never Griffin. Never dated any of those. <laughs> I wish I could say the things I want to say, but they're too raunchy to say it. Okay, um, I appreciate you censoring yourself, Ryan. <laughs> okay, so Blake Griffin, for example, so you didn't see how. He went down like six percentage points, and he still played for the L.A. Clippers. And all what happened, all what changed like the next year. All all that changed was he dated her. I think you could say that about any, perf- anyone, anyone in the world, right? Immediately after a breakup or immediately starting a relationship, you're sort of you know, you have the the butterflies in your stomach. So you maybe okay. you're not going to perform your best, whether it's as an accountant or as a, a professional basketball player. I don't think that these women had anything to do with it specifically. There, there's no curse. Yeah. is what I'm trying to say, Ronnie. All right, it's busted. I think there's a tr- you're saying I it's think plausible. A yeah, I, I'm, right. I'm. I'm. I think let's, that it's uh, confirmed <laughs> that it's a curse, <laughs> except in the case of Devin Booker. But then again, I went, I went back on even when I'm saying right there because. The things I heard in the news, I saw it in his game. Like, I would hear something like, oh, this happened with Jenner. I would hear it from my niece and everything. And then the next night, here's Devin Booker, like, scoring, like, eight points, and he can't make a shot, you know? So, I don't know. Anyways, you want to go to Chloe Kardashian, or you just want to skip that crap? Cause... No, let's, let's, this one will be pretty fast. Cause she, <laughs> oh, will it? She, she must be, she must be older. I, okay. I don't know. She is. If she must be the older, because some of these names are like, that dude's old. Yes, that's the only reason I know she's older. She's, she was the yeah. one that did the porno, I think. She's the one that caused all this to, for all of them to get famous. No, I'm pretty sure it was Kim. Was it? Yeah. I'm, Obviously. I would bet- Obviously, you looked it up Mom. and I didn't, so that's okay. <laughs> well, on a scale of one to ten, like what, you, you what would you rate her uh, film? I don't know. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so Khloe Kardashian, she dated Rashad McCants, two thousand and nine. Lamar Odom, two thousand nine, two thousand thirteen. Rick Fox, 
Fox 2015, James Harden 2015 to February 2, 2016, and then Tristan Thompson 2016 to, if you just were reading the news recently, you would see that they just got back together again for like their fifth time. So what did you, I don't even care about going, I'll, I'll look at the stats a little bit on some of these players, but what did you find? Sure. So here's the notes I took. There, there's a, a very quick review here. Uh, the first guy, Rashad, Rashad McCants, he was basically out of the league already. Mm-hmm. I don't think that his dating of anybody had anything to do with it. I think his ability to play basketball okay. uh, affected him more <laughs> we, than anything. We so, could throw him out there. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Odom, he was on the downward portion of his career. He had, he was never, uh, maybe he was an all star once or twice, but he was never a, a, a superstar. Um. Uh, yeah, he was never an all-star. So he continued not being an all-star after the relationship started and after the breakup. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think there was any substantial difference in his play re- related, related yeah, to uh, who he was That's dating. a tough one, too, because they were going off and on with each other for so they were long. Married, yeah, yeah. that was such a messed up relationship, too. I, I do know a little bit about that. Anyways, go to Rick Fox. What do you think? Rick Fox was long since retired when they started dating. Unless there's a different, unless I looked up the wrong Rick Fox. <laughs> no, but there's Rick only Fox one is that I old. Yeah. He's like in his 50s, 60s. How old is he? Actually, actually. Well, now he is. Today, Sunday, July 24th, is Rick Fox's birthday. Happy birthday, Rick Fox. Yeah. Happy Turning birthday. Turning 53 today. Uh, yeah. Rick Fox is 53 years old. I don't know how old Khloe Kardashian is, but she's probably. Not 50. Well, good job getting, Chloe, Rick. (laughs) I'm just going to leave that in silence (laughs) as long as possible. Uh, Chloe Kardashian is 38. So there we go. Um, There's a pretty big age gap there. But yeah, he was long since retired. So as a result of them dating, he did not go back to the NBA. (laughs) So I don't think it impacted his game at all. James Harden, the most minutes he ever played in a season was the season that they dated. I don't know if that's what that means. Was he full of energy because he was in love or was he just James Harden getting better? Okay. Um, Interesting. After the breakup, he was the MVP of the league. So (laughs) that obviously didn't have an impact on him there. He's still a fantastic player. He just signed a, you know, a $68 million contract for two years. Um, He's also been traded a lot <laughs> since the the relationship, so that always comes back around. So let's just stop there because I, with Tristan Thompson, I whatever. Um, <laughs> do you think any of those players had the she's a Card had a Kardashian curse relative to? Okay, so to, uh, their performance. Let's look at James Harden again. 2015 to 16, right, was his best year. 82 games, he averaged 38 minutes played. His field goal percentage was 43%. He averaged 29 points in the league that year. Uh, After that, his points per game kept going up 29, 30, 36, 34. So let's look at percentage. I I just want to compare with that year. Let's look at the year before too. Sorry, I'm pulling up the percentages. Where'd it go? There it is. Okay, so... And that year when he dated her, it was 43%. The year before, it was 44 So it did go down 1%. Okay. It was 44.0 to 43.9. The year after, it went back up to 44% even. 44.0. So, so in those three <laughs> was... years, 
it changed by a tenth of a percentage point. Actually, it was a thousandth of a percent because no, it was it was forty three point nine to forty four point zero. Yeah, four four zero four three nine four four zero. Right, that's a thousandth percent, right? No, it's it's forty four percent. Yeah, no, look after the decimal, it's tenth, hundredth, and then thousand. Oh, I understand that, but it, it's yes. Yes, but you're not talking about percent. I mean, this is turning into a math debate. It's, percent is already divided by 100. So when I say 44%, it's a tenth of – we're saying the same thing. A tenth yeah. of a percent is the same as a thousandth of a of, of another regular number. But Oh, my irrelevant. bad. Yeah, you're – It did not yeah, okay. impact – Yep, my bad. It did not impact the shooting at all. It's exactly yes. the same. The whole point is that, yeah, there was no change. He No change. It was just not at all. So we're. I don't know why we're talking no. about this. Anyways <laughs> – because we're angry. <laughs> I know we're angry that we're talking about these stupid bitches. I did. I, I did see Jim James Harden. One of his nicknames is Jimbo Slice, and I <laughs> yes. could not stop giggling at that. That was probably a good two minute delay when I was looking at this. I was like, "Oh, Jimbo Slice," because <laughs> he does kind of look like uh, what was his name, Kem- Kimbo Slice, the, <laughs> the UFC fighter. They have a, a pretty similar look there. It that's, made me laugh. That's where he got it, then, right? Oh yeah, he's definitely they, yeah for sure. Cool. But it, it was just such a random and funny uh, nickname. No, oh, yeah, very cool. Okay, so I just want to go over a little drama with Tristan Thompson. 2016, they started dating, right? It lasted until September of 2017 when they had a child, and then Tristan cheated days before the baby was born. So good job, Tristan. You just, you're a very loyal <laughs> father. <laughs> very loyal father. I'm very proud of you for you know sticking through that relationship, especially when you're days before your child was born. And then April 2018... They got back together, split in February 2019, and then August 20, back together, split June 2021. There was something between this all where um, when he, he dated another girl at one time, um, he claimed that she was, because he got her pregnant, and then he claimed that, oh, she's actually the surrogate mother for our next child. Somehow, Chloe fell for that, and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 and then... Um, the last note I had was that they split of June two thousand and in June two thousand twenty one. Um, I was doing this research like a week ago, and then within the last week, they actually got back together now too. So, man, what a roller coaster! What a, what what a, a love story! They lived happily pile. ever after. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just uh, my not notes for interesting. him were. He was traded. Shocking, I know. Yeah. He was traded a lot last year. He played for three different teams last year. Which is kind of funny. His he's he no longer last a starter. Year? He's yeah, he's no longer an everyday starter in the NBA. He he, you know he, he's he's certainly he's only thirty, but yeah, he, he's not he's not an everyday starter. Yeah, he played uh for let's see thirty games for the Kings, four games for the Pacers, and twenty three games for the Bulls. Okay, did he start? He didn't start any games. He started six games this most recent year okay. so he is no longer an everyday starter uh that kind of went away the previous year where he started 43 of 54 games that he was el- that he played in mm-hmm. uh i mean he's been a solid shooter from pretty he had a really good year in 2016 2017 but ever since then he's been just on the decline when did they start I don't even know if I care to. <laughs> do you? I know that's what I was just gonna say. Do you think our listeners care to hear this actual like, I, Tristan Thompson stuff? Do they want to see the stats of no, like how it went up and down? 
because it, it also kind of all over the place. Because it I started like you in could pick any random NBA player, and they would have a similar stat line. Yeah, of well, let's just, we'll, we'll end it good on this. Let's look at the stats a little bit. So, 2016 August. So it was towards the beginning of the NBA season of 2016 to September of 2017. So it didn't last long there. No, no. Say that again. 16 to 17. August. Yeah, August, August to September. To se- that's a full year. Oh, that's yeah, the my full bad. NBA season. That yeah. was his best NBA season. He shot 60%. See, I he just... He started 78 games. So that was the year that probably got him paid, I would imagine. I don't know what his contract situation was, but that was absolutely his best year. Okay, so after after percentage. September of 2017, his stats went down then, right? Because that was his best year? Well... He had his best year, so yes, it's everything. Went, okay, yeah, so what about down. in April of 2018 to February 2019? What what did his stats do? He shot 52%, 53%, let's say. Um, so it was a decline from the year before, which was a decline from the year before. So this is where I think you start to see his him declining, and it looks like more or less he declined yeah. a little bit every year thereafter. Okay, and then so last one, August 2020. Um, what what happened around August 2020? How did his stats look? August 2020 would have been the start of the 2020-2021 season. Um, this is his last year as a regular starter. He's still shooting over 50%. Okay. It's it's hard to compare these numbers because there's a couple of years where his three best years, let's say, or two of his three best years, he was playing the center position. So he's going to take more high percentage shots. Yep. Other seasons he's listed as a power forward where you're maybe probably expected to hit a mid-range jumper from time to time or at least take that shot. So again, it's kind of comparing apples to oranges. So would you want Khloe Kardashian no. to date any of the Suns players? No, not at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? How could you say that after you're saying James Harden had his best year, Tristan Thompson had his best year? What did you want? Like, I don't know. What if what if she <laughs> what if she dated? <laughs> I see what you're saying. What if she dated a Oh, I'm doing my thing right. I can't forget. I can't remember the names of players. Um, who's the defensive player of the year? Mikael Bridges. Marcus Smart. <laughs> no, Mikael Bridges on the Suns I'm talking about. Wouldn't you want her yeah. to date Mikael Bridges so he could have his best year ever? I mean, if... Okay. Let's, let's play the hypothetical game. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, if you... If Mikael Bridges were to date a certain someone, it doesn't have to be... It doesn't matter. Let's say Khloe Kardashian for, for the sake of your argument. If if they date, he's going to be substantially better than he is. Is that what you're saying? That's according to this. James Harden has best year. Tristan Thompson best year. Then sure, why not? Why why would you not make that? Deal? I think if I remember correctly, I, I think Lamar Odom was he might have won a championship with the Lakers those years when he started dating her too. Yeah, but it wasn't because of Lamar Odom. Like Lamar <laughs> Odom didn't lead the Lakers to a championship. I'm just saying he had his best years while he was dating Khloe Kardashian. Kardashian, Khloe. Was that 2007, 2007, 2008 was his best year as a Laker. Okay. Best year period. 09 to 13 is when they filed for divorce. <laughs> so they filed for divorce for four straight that's, years? Is yeah, that that's, what you're saying? That's all the notes I have. I didn't even notate when they started dating. <laughs> so oh, obviously they started man. dating is, before that. Is Lamar Odom alive? Uh, so he had OD problems. I think he is. I don't. Yeah, he I, had drug problems. I think I would have remembered him passing away. I think that would have been a, a very big deal. He's okay. Yeah, he's still alive. Okay. So I couldn't remember. 
let's let's I feel like a jerk <laughs> let's put this to rest so all in all is the chloe jenner I, i'm sorry is the jenner kardashian curse real is it a thing no okay i think it's it is a curse. it's not a blessing it's just it's just a girl a group of women that are attracted to nba players uh, but that's not all because I think Kim dated football players along the way as well. And I'm sure if we were to look into the dating history of Chloe and what was the other one's name? Kendall? <laughs> yeah, we got I'm sure there's other athletes. I, I don't think there's any hockey players, but Kim, Kim. I would maybe say there's some bat, uh, football players. Kim, Chloe, and Kendall. So anyways, this is what I think. that <laughs> This is the my truth. So – I think that these girls are just, they're the most popular, the most rich girls out there right now. They have front seats, they have court side seats, you know, so they get the best dibs on these players. They kind of create a relationship with them. If they kind of join up at the clubs, they're always in the VIP sections of things. So yeah, you're going to meet these girls. And these girls are going to want to date whoever is the most successful at the time. For example, a girl sees James Harden, he had his best year of the year, right? So she's like, yeah, I want to be with him. Yeah. Tristan Thompson, best year. He's like, no, you know what? I didn't, things didn't work out with James Harden. I want to be with Tristan Thompson because he was, he is lighting it up right now on the court and I like his personality. Okay. So Tristan then, Thompson's best year is probably still very, very short of yeah, James Harden's best year. My, so I, I feel like I'll let you finish. Yeah, no, it's okay. So, and then same thing with Blake Griffin. You know, this is 2017. You remember Blake Griffin in 2017 when he was on the LA Clippers? He was lighting it up. He, he was, like jumped was, over a car. Yeah, it was Lob contest. City. Same thing with Ben Simmons since 2018. Devin Booker, 2020 when they started dating. So these girls are going after the hot thing. They're going after the best thing they can. And of course, you're going to decline after that because you're, have, you're, you're at the best in the league at the time. You can't stay up there forever. So eventually you're going to start going down. That's where th- this curse comes into talk, you know, like everyone starts saying, oh, it's because they dated these girls. No, it's because the girls wanted these guys at their best time. And then naturally they just started getting older and declining and, you know, their relationship didn't work out. So it kind of seems like a curse, but it's not really. It's just the way of natural things happening in the NBA. All right. Thank you, Ronnie, for that wonderful uh I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree with me? Uh, I, I agree with you. Yes, they're they're seeking attention and being on the arm of the best NBA player in the case of James Harden or Devin Booker or Ben Simmons or Blake Griffin, who reasonably were at least all stars. Right? Uh, that that gets them on TV and that gets them talked about, and that's truly what they want. That's truly what they care right. about. That's my take. Like you said, gold diggers. Yeah. No, I'm saying I'm not saying they're a gold digger. Oh, I was saying that they are. Which is ironic because Kim did date Car- Kanye, or I guess they married Kanye, who, who yeah. wrote that song. So <laughs> there we go. Interesting. It all comes full circle. <laughs> yep. I am kind of glad we did this, but I, I hate that we did it because at least now we know that it's just coincidence, really. It's just coincidence. There's no statistical anomaly here. Um, this is what happens can happen. when you're it happens in the NBA. Yeah, this is what happens when you're rich and in LA, and you just get together with your, with your rich friends at the clubs, and you yeah. start dating them. It happens. Yep. It just you know, you can't stop it. It's true love. <laughs> this is what's going to happen to us once we we get some. <laughs> oh, God no! <laughs> once we get some uh, good, uh, I don't know, some financial backing on this, you know, some commercials, some notoriety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
All right, I think that's gonna do it for us tonight because um, I I feel I need to go take a shower. But Ronnie, <laughs> thank you for for bringing this up. This was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed doing the research more and looking at the numbers than I did actually talking about it. So when it was internalized, it wasn't that bad. But mm-hmm. talking about it was rough. Yeah. Well, I have to, I have a video to catch up on this Chloe video, so that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll oh, see you next time. Kim video. Sorry. Uh, I had to uh-oh. correct myself. Sorry. Yeah, but yeah. Fix it. All right. Thanks for listening, thanks, guys. guys. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs>